Hey, Crazy Legs, how you doing? We are live here on the air in Springfield, Illinois. I appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. I'm honored to be here. I'm, as Badlands Booker says, I'm hungry and focused. <laughs> well, we were supposed to talk to Badlands yesterday, but we, we talked to you today instead because the Super Bowl and WrestleMania combined of competitive eating is this weekend, the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. As a competitor, what is it like being on stage? The, the atmosphere is just so electric. So Major League Eating does about 60 events a year. However, this is our, our Super Bowl, our, our Masters, the, the, the Tour de France rolled into one. Right. And at high noon on uh, ESPN, you know, there's nowhere I'd rather be than celebrating the, the, the birth of our country, celebrating what it is to be American. And I do it by eating as many Nathan's hot dogs and buns as I can in 10 minutes against the brotherhood and sisterhood of the stomach. So the energy is electric. The, the, the screaming fans, the fireworks, the groupies, but what you have to do is focus on your plate and your plate alone. And that's the journey into self. That's what it means to be a major league eater. And I've been one for 19 years. You know, I've granted I'm in the fat Elvis jumpsuit stage of my career, but uh, I'm still out there making it happen. How do you prepare for an event like this as you lead up to it? Because you said it, it, you know, as grandiose as it is, it is about the competitive eating and trying to do your best. So what is your lead up to it? How do you train for this big event? Well, in other uh, in other disciplines in the course of the year, it, it's technique training, meaning I'm the four-time corn on the cob-eating champion out of the Sweet Corn Fiesta in West Palm Beach. I use the manual typewriter. So going in, uh, you know, there's parents who tell their kids to finish their vegetables. Little do they know if they do, they could become the five-time corn on the cob-eating champ. <laughs> when I go to Case's Pork Rolls in September at the Trent Thunder Stadium, I know I have to deal with the sandwich quality of uh, a non-dunking food. So a lot of it is technique training. You know, Nathan's Hot Dogs and Buns, it says buns. So you got to separate the dog and the meat. You're dunking the bun into uh, – I use Tang because it's okay. good enough for space. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like it's good enough for me. Right. But to answer your question, mind over stomach matter. The stomach can fill up, but the mind never can. So I use a lot of sports psychology, pre-visualization, you know, every bite, chew, and swallow of the contest before I take that first bite. And that's what – separates a great competitive eater from a casual diner. We're talking with legendary competitive eater Crazy Legs Conti, the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest, of course, an American staple July 4th. You mentioned the dunking of the buns. For for those who may have never watched the, the competitive eating for the hot dog eating contest, t- take us through that process and why the dunking of the buns is so important rather than just trying to eat them dry. Well, this is uh, not something you would want to do on a lunch date, let's say, or in mixed company. (laughs) But the truth is, in competitive eating, uh, you need to create a log flume-like ability of your esophagus to your lower intestines. And you do that by following the garlicky natural casing snap with a bun dunked in usually hot water. Joey Jaws Chestnut likes hot water. Wow, he says okay. it loosens all the internal sphincters, hopefully except one. Yeah, um, yeah we're fine. Although, <laughs> that's our, yeah, that's but, our uh, MO. That's, that's right know, in our wheelhouse of comedy here on this program. It is? Oh, yeah. Well, I did wear an adult diaper to a bratwurst eating contest once, but it was not used. But perhaps we should discuss that off air. So the other thing you want to do is you want to get into a rhythm. And dunking the buns um, helps you get into that rhythm where uh, by 10 minutes, it's a marathon and a sprint. So a marathon's 26.2 miles. 100-yard dash, see if you can do them both at the same time. You'll see eaters moving to the left and right, you know, jumping up and down. They're basically playing Tetris in their stomach to settle the food. 19 years you've been in this, Crazy Legs. How has it changed from when you started as a competitive eater 
to where it is now? Because some of these competitors come in, and you'll see them on July 4th. They're yoked. I mean, they're not what you would think a competitive eater would be in your mind, like what you would think. Yeah, well, gone are the days of people training at all-you-can-eat buffets. You actually have to be in more traditional athletic shape to eat more. I took up yoga. I do yoga with Adrian on YouTube every day. Just don't tell her that uh, I'm doing downward dog to actually down more dogs because right. I need to get you know the subcutaneous fat down so that my stomach can expand like an accordion. Um, so the thing about uh, competitive eating is food is our fuel. When you go to the Olympics, and sadly we're not an Olympic sport yet, people need the energy to get in there. We go in completely empty, we leave full, we leave satiated, um, and that's kind of the sport in a nutshell. But you are correct, it has changed over the years greatly. Um, you, when you consume that amount of a, a singular food for a contest, how long until you may eat that food again, no matter how much you love it in real life? Got it. So the, the interesting thing is usually it's the anaconda diet. It's 24 to 36 hours is all you're going to eat. But each food kind of affects you a little differently. We all have sense memory. So, um, you know, I might forget what it's like to eat 100 chicken wings in 12 minutes until the following day. You know, I was once sponsored by Worldwide Bidet. But the fact is, if you love a food, you go into it. It's like the Terminator. You're looking at the next plate of food, figuring out a faster, quicker way to eat it. Um, so there's no real uh, bounce back. There are spicy okay. foods. Uh, Jed the Jalapeno King, he said uh, his colon was the seventh circle of hell. So he recommends putting toilet paper in your freezer. So you might not hit a spicy food the next day. But overall, if you love food, uh, I'm a gourmet and a gourmand. I like good food in large quantities. I'll go right back to it the next day. So I see on Wikipedia you ate 400 oysters in one sitting. You would then maybe have some oysters the next night as an appetizer for your meal? Well, I, if I'm eating a competition, it's that mind over stomach okay, matter. Gotcha. It's completely different. So what I want to do is I want to honor the food. I want to appreciate the food. I'd like to say that after each contest, I have one of the food stuff to, to have that feeling. But the truth of the matter is I need a little time yeah. away. But if I'm in New Orleans, absolutely. I love a Gulf oyster. They make them the size of sandwich meats down there. So I've eaten... Oysters on David Letterman, he only ate three. Uh, I've eaten them in competition. My best is 32 dozen in eight minutes. But uh, absolutely. Maybe the next night I go for a char-grilled oyster at the Acme Oyster House. So <laughs> let somebody else cook them right. besides my belly cooking them. <laughs> Talk with Crazy Legs Conte. Appreciate him taking the time today. The Nathan's uh, Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest, July 4th. Of all your accomplishments throughout the years, Crazy Legs, what are the one or two that you're most proud of that you go, I can't believe I was able to accomplish this. It really shows the mind over stomach, the the, the altruism in which you live by. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, I was fortunate in 2009, Major League Eating partnered with Navy Entertainment. I went on six out of seven tours to entertain the armed forces all over the world, from Diego Garcia to, to Gitmo to Tsugi, and that was the best thing I've done as a human being, not just a, a competitive eater. And July 4th is coming up, and the fact that I got this experience where I got to interact with servicemen and, and women from all five branches of the military, eat to entertain them. Like, there was nothing, nothing better than that. So I think about that moments when I take the stage on July 4th, and I, I'm just incredibly appreciative to, to, you know, to be in a country where we have people who make these sacrifices so that I can eat too much food in too quick a time. <laughs> Crazy Legs, thank you so much for the time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Where can people find you on social media and a website where people can find out more about you and your goings-on? 
Absolutely. Well, I own three typewriters, but there is one website you can get to, which is crazylegscotty.com. I'm a bit of a troglodyte. And then check out majorleagueeating.com to find out when the circuit is coming to you know your hometown next. And uh, Illinois has been a great hotbed of competitive eating over the years, from horseshoe sandwiches yep. to you know taco in a bag, from Pat Bertoletti and deep dish. Um, so. Uh, you know, I want to get back there and, and, and eat in a great place. So, uh, majorleagueeating.com. And then fans can also send me, uh, you know, letters at crazylegsconti.com. I guess they're called emails now, but yeah, crazylegsconti.com. <laughs> the electric letters, as we'll call them. Uh, I, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm with that. Crazy Legs, thank you again so much, and good luck uh, this weekend in the contest. And uh, you're welcome back on the show anytime, my friend. It's been enlightening. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Get all you can. <laughs> thank you very much.